In today's episode, we're speaking not to one, but two amazing guests. We're speaking to Mark Longworth, who is a heart-centered entrepreneur, is an MMA fighter, and um, and some some earlier, he has worked with professional athletes, uh, Michelin star chefs, and nine-figure CEOs. In 2019, he left the food and beverage world to pursue his passion for coaching, and now he's coaching hundreds of clients, creating an impact in the world. And we have Gabrielle Omat, who is a highly accomplished life coach, entrepreneur, a mother of three adult children. Together with her partner, Mark, she co-founded Energetic Alignment Academy, a consulting and coaching business that helps individuals monetize their passions for helping others. Let's speak to them and find out how they change their life by changing the mindset. And if you want to upgrade your money mindset, then click on the link www.millionairefoundations.com and watch my free training. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession, or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today I'm extra excited. We've got not one, but two amazing guests with us. We have the amazing Mark Longwaith and the beautiful and the wonderful Gabriel Ahmed. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hi, thank you for having us. We're super excited to be here. Yeah, thank I think you go for sharing. Thank you so much, both of you, for joining me today. I've not, I've not done many of, um, you know, with, with two double guests, but I'm super excited to be speaking to both of you today. Well, the audience has heard how amazing you guys are, but please, what if you share in your own words what it is that you do? Okay, I will start. So we co-founded the Energetic Alignment Academy uh, together in April of 2021. So it's a fairly new business. We started with zero following, zero clients for both of us, totally new niche, and it it's done really well. And our whole foundation that we teach is energetic alignment, first and foremost, that any strategy can kind of work for people, but no strategy works if you're not actually in alignment and showing up authentically in your business. So that is pretty much what we practice and teach. Wonderful. And I'm 100% in agreement with that. I Even, even uh, you know, somebody asked me this morning, you know, whether what would I recommend as a coach? I said, yes, I think I'm amazing, but you only work with me if you feel in alignment with me. And I think that's very, yeah. very important. So every aspect of your work, business, people can be amazing. You know, two coaches could be amazing, two businesses could be amazing, but they have to be in alignment with who you are. And once you are in alignment, things just fall into place. There's just magical things happen then. So I think what you're doing is amazing. So let's get started. It's, it's a relatively new business. So what have you both been doing beforehand? What has led you to this you know, this place right now, uh, there's always a, a story, a journey behind everyone. So do you want to talk about, tell, you know, talk us through, tell us how you got here? Yeah. I mean, I can tell you how I met Mark and we came to be, and then I'll turn it over to Mark and he can tell his, his story. But so um, I had kind of a, I grew up in Juneau, Alaska and very small town, like 30,000 people on the island there and raised by a single mom um, and had a pretty rough start. You know, I didn't uh, like school. I liked to party a lot. So I was pregnant by 17, um, spent my 16th birthday in juvie, pregnant by 17, dropped out of high school, 
had my daughter two weeks after I turned 18. And honestly, it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me because it kind of made me have to get stuff together and worry about another human. So along that journey, I share that part just because I want people to know it really doesn't matter where you came from, that you get to rewrite, rewrite the ending. And I got into, I started to create a life for myself, sort of make some better choices again, because I had somebody else to think about. But so eventually I found myself at 40. I think that's when the real transformation happened as far as getting into self-help, personal development, life coaching, and all that. And I just looked in the mirror and you know, when you get, I think, especially for women, you get to that transformational age of some point where you're like, is this it? Like, am I going to be doing this for the next 20 years? Because I mean, this is kind of like, you know, I wasn't happy with my body. I gained a lot of weight after my, my child I had when I was 33. So um, I decided to make a change. And so for me, it was fitness that kind of got me into personal development. I lost weight. I got in the best shape of my life. I'd never been an exercise person at all before. Um, never really watched what I ate, any of that. So that really changed my identity. And then from there, you know, I, I got into teaching fitness and nutrition and health coach. And then I hired my first life coach when I had something come up in my life and I did not know what to do. I needed to make a decision, but I felt really torn and it wasn't something I could really talk to family about or friends even. And so I just started Googling how to find a life coach. And anyway, I ended up hiring one. And then I decided this is what I meant to do. So got my life coach certification, a couple different schools. Um, most recently, the life coach school I graduated from 2019. So I was out there trying to work my business. I'm, I was in corporate America, same company, 30 years, um, was a corporate sales rep for them. But I knew I didn't want to do that forever. And I was starting to, after COVID, I really started to dislike my job because then all the fun parts like travel went away and then it was just the grind. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to build this business. So I started to really try to build my life coaching business in 2018. And I learned all the things. I was not afraid to invest in myself, probably spent more money than I should on trainings and all the things, you know, Facebook funnels, Facebook ads, funnels, um, marketing skills. And I was just not only treading water, I was actually losing money. So I'm racking mm-hmm. up debt. My husband's getting a little bit um, tired of my side hustle that is taking up all my time and not making money. So I was out there looking for the next thing. And that is how I met Mark. So I signed up for a training that he happened, he'll tell his story in a minute, but he, he was working with this guy online that was doing like million dollar launches, very successful business coach. So I'm on there trying to learn a thing or two. And then Mark is one of the coaches that was helping him do this launch. And so I get on a call with Mark and I real and I told him, you know, I have all of the stuff already. I don't need any of it. I was finally starting to realize that it wasn't the strategy. Like I had strategy. And Mark said, Yeah, you're right. Let you know, let me look at your stuff. I showed him some things. He's like, You should be making money. The only thing stopping you is you. It's gotta be you. Mm-hmm. And so, long story short, I couldn't. We we make made a deal. He made me a deal, I should say, because I couldn't afford his rate at the time. And he gave me a couple free calls and then he made the special deal and we ended up working together. And I hired him as my coach. And month two, my income doubled. And month three, my income tripled. I stopped running ads and made triple the income organically. And he didn't teach me business strategy. He taught me how to get back in alignment with myself because I found out what I was doing was as soon as I decided, okay, I need to make money and I need to get out of corporate. I need to make money in my business. I started to hustle and grind and I completely lost that connection with myself 
Mm-hmm. And with spirit, like I used to get up at 4am in the morning and do a Dr. Joe meditation and write my affirmations and my journaling. Like I had a whole routine every single day for two years and never took a day off until I started working from home and trying to build this business. And then my brain told me you don't have time. You have to just do this stuff. So after our engagement was over, I said, Hey, do you want to do a little project? Like maybe we could teach other people that there's more to business than just strategy. And we can give them that, of course, because I know all that stuff, but like really that energetic alignment piece. And then, yeah, so that's how it was born. And Mark's story like makes mine look so vanilla <laughs> so mark how so did you mark. so how did you come into this area and how did you end up being here right now um so i'll start from the beginning i'll make it quick though so i grew up in a very chaotic environment my mother and father were having an affair they had me they both had two daughters from previous marriages my mother was married a total i think of eight times um and that side of the family that my sisters on that side were from were all kind of, my uncles were drug dealers. My sisters were drug dealers. My grandfather went to the same prison my uncle went to. Um, I went down that path. It was just part of my life. So there was no getting away from it, but I didn't, it was like almost had to have like one toe in the water and one out, you know, it was just like this weird thing. I don't know if God was watching over me or what. I found um, boxing when I was 12 and then martial arts when I was 14. And that really kind of tightened me up and changed my discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, I went from 14 years old. I wound up taking that school over as a black belt at 24 and teaching there for years. Um, I fought professional MMA and that was my direction to get out of you know all that energy that was it put in negativity. It was much more positive and it was much better funneled for lack of better words. During that time, though, I was in the food and beverage industry in Las Vegas, and I was a busboy and then a food runner, and then I worked my way up to a server and then a sommelier, so I ran like a wine program. And I just knew that this there was so much more for me than just being an employee. Mm. So I got together with a bunch of buddies, and we opened up a brew pub in downtown Las Vegas. And that sounds like, oh, we opened up a brew pub, but it was actually four years of brewing every day in my garage and, and accumulating a quarter of a million dollars between us and then raising another half a million from the the late Tony Shea from Zappos. And we became the number one brew pub in Las Vegas. And because of that, I was able to start consulting a little bit. And as I started consulting, I noticed that like the businesses were great. There was no problem. The SOPs, the standards, it was the people. So the people were always the ones that needed the help. So that was what kind of sparked my interest in coaching. Is I was like, oh, these people are the ones that need the guidance. So I got to a place where I was just much more driven than my business partners. And I needed to get away from that environment. And I hired a coach, pretty well-known coach out of uh, Hermosa Beach. I think it was like 10K for a few months to work with him. And it was phenomenal. It was life-changing. And right away, the first thing he says is like, I think you're built to be a coach. And I'm like, why would you possibly say that? You know, I just never thought of that. Even though I'd coached a ton of fighters growing up and it was part of who I was, I just didn't see myself. And he pretty much said, listen, he's like, what did you do this week? And I said, well, you know, I had a couple of buddies that needed like a workout program, some nutrition stuff. I followed LLC for another friend, a trademark for another friend. And I just realized in that moment, like, wow, like I actually just am always helping people Mm -hmm. and I enjoy it and I can monetize that. And I never realized you could monetize something like this. It just wasn't on my radar until I had hired this person. So I go down this whole self-healing journey. I break away from the brew pub and I wind up down in Del Mar, San Diego um, area, North County. And I did a lot of healing because Vegas for 40 plus years in that industry of alcohol, drugs, women, gambling, partying mm-hmm. was um, you just don't know any different. I was born and raised there, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
So, and then down in Del Mar, it's like 5,000 people, this small sleepy city. And I did a lot of healing and it was really cool. Like I was super successful down there right off the bat. Like I was working with a professional baseball player, a couple of CEOs. I was consulting as a project manager for an 11 restaurant food venue. Um, it was like a food hall and then COVID hit and I got murdered. You know, I went from making, I think 25 grand a month to $2,500 a month. So that was what a pretty big 90% loss in income. And from that point, I had to pivot. A friend of mine who was a lawyer, she said, I know a gentleman that's doing really well online. Check him out. And this guy was doing a million dollars a month in sales. So I was like, let me see what this person's doing. And that was actually how I met G because I started doing sales for him. And I started to see like, wow, I could actually do this. But I didn't have that component, nor did I want to learn. And G just loves to learn. So she had the jobby platform, email nurture sequence, running a funnel ads. I just didn't have that, but I had great sales capacity. I was great on camera and charisma, and I was a solid business partner. I think that's what makes G and I such a good relationship as far as partners is we just get things done. Like there's never a question. Like, I mean, I would say in, in the last two and a half years, it's like, we're just both hard workers. And I think because we had to earn everything we have and that's how, what brought us to here. And as you said, we've been We've been around since April of 2021. We filed the LLC. So about two years, we're approaching the seven-figure mark. We'll probably hit this year. Um, it's It's been a phenomenal experience. And we get to help coaches and healers monetize their medicine like that. I mean, what what better impact could you make in the world than that, you know? 100%. 100%. I want to break down a couple of parts from your story. And I'm going to come back to Gabriel as well. But with you... I, I know how tough it is if you're born in a particular environment because that's all you know. And it's a lot deeper than that because you've been programmed to think in a certain way. Your Most of your programming is given between the ages of zero to seven. So if you're born in that environment where drugs and alcohol and jail is normal, it's very difficult to break away from that and to have a different, um, you know, image for yourself because if you don't have a different image for yourself you cannot break free doesn't matter where you are you'll go you'll pull yourself back into that into that environment how did you work on your 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 self-image and i know you did you mentioned the fact that at the age of 14 you started doing martial arts is that what helped you to picture vision you know view yourself in a different because it's self-image has to come first so is that what broke free from your image of I'm going to be a drug dealer. I'm going to be, you know, back in, either in and out of jail, whatever, like everybody else I know. And, you know, guns and everything else is normal for me to, you know what, I've got this amazing life. I've, I, I love my life and I can, you know, go down a different path. Talk, talk us through that because this is a major, major thing. Now, the reason why I bring it up, um, yours is a bit extreme. However, people who are listening to this are, will be, you know, the corporate, ex-corporate employees or currently in, in corporate, corporate employees. Their self-images, I work for a company, I work um, in a senior position, I, and I can't leave this. I can never be an entrepreneur. I can never, you know, build a business for myself. I don't know how to do sales. I can't ask for money. Being English, by the way, that's a major thing for us. We, you know, asking for money is a major thing. And in sales, you have to ask for money. So that they, they, for them to break free from that self-image is a lot easier compared to yours. So I want you to tell, talk us through, how did you form a new self-image where you weren't going down the same path that everybody else around you was? So that's a great question. And I'm going to approach it from a, a principal perspective. So something that G and I believe in deeply is that we believe we are expanders and we have expanders for us. So I think you come into contact with people 
or situations that expand you. So I'll start with the simple fact that I do have a strong faith, you know, like I believe in a higher power and I've always felt like something was watching over me. Right. So let's just keep that in the back pocket. Like that's unexplainable. I can't, I can't make it tangible, but I believe that was a big part of why I didn't necessarily. Oh, I believe that too. So, yeah, I, so. I, 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 I believe, I believe in God, and you know, and people can name whatever term they want to, and I, I call it universal energy and whatever divine energy. But yeah, I higher power, hands down. That's what I, I believe in as well. So we're in alignment with that. Come on. Definitely got to give a percentage to that. I don't know what the yeah. percentage is, but I got to mention it. But yeah. I was going to say is you know a couple things for expanders for me was. For sure, the martial arts, right? Like this is just something that I didn't have the greatest, you know, father figures. This was a high level of discipline. It was something I enjoyed and it was hard. I had to work, right? I, it just wasn't going to be given easy to me. You know, the school was very di- difficult too. Thousands of, of people came to that school. There's only five black belts in a 15-year period and I was one of them. So I had to work really hard for that. Um, another thing I wrote down here was, was the Bellagio. Like I opened the Bellagio in 1998 and just being in a place where, you know, you're just surrounded by a different caliber of individual. I mean, you're talking a billion dollar hotel in the nineties. It was where everybody wanted to be. They filmed Ocean's Eleven there. It really elevates you and expands what's possible because you're like, oh, if so-and-so can do it, maybe I can do it too. So that was another huge expansive point. And then also um, I had a girlfriend when I was 14, we were together for seven years. Uh, she was Iranian and it was a, a very different environment than I was used to, right? You're talking Iranian family, Middle Eastern, extremely connected and close. So I got to see what that was like. I was in love with somebody. So I had purpose beyond myself to live, right? So those were kind of the turning points for me, I think, that that I really started to expand and shift. And then I would just like to tell everyone that it's not an overnight process and it's not one thing. It's just this continuous journey of like, it's, I, I tell people all the time, it's like a ladder. It's like, you're just going up one rung, up one rung. Maybe you go up five or six, you drop back two, and then you go up another. But the goal is to keep climbing. And that's kind of how I saw it. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. I love that. I completely agree. You have to constantly work on yourself and allow yourself to fall because you are going to fall. And I think that's a, that's a great analogy, a great analogy. I'm going to go back to Gabriel now. Gabriel, I'm going to ask you the similar question because, again, once again, being a single mother who's coming at a juvie at 16, um, having, you know, being pregnant at 17, having a kid just when you turn 18, it's, I know that that's a big shift for, you know, because as soon as I became mother, as soon as I was pregnant, forget the giving birth, as soon as I knew I was having my, my baby girl, I was a mom and my whole outlook, everything around me changed. I went from being the most ambitious person on the bloody planet to being mommy and making sure that I protect my body and keep my keep my baby safe while she's inside me. And then once she was born, it, everything to do with my life is with my kids. So I know the mindset change that happens. But I want us, I want you to talk us through because you were so young. I had my baby at 27. You were 18. So talk us through how did you um change your self-image and believed it was you know something more was possible not just that you the fact that you've got this, another human being to look after but something else is possible for you you can go beyond your current circumstances and create a stable life not just for yourself but for your baby girl 
You know, um, I think about that too, because there was a lot of people I grew up with that didn't, they had kids and it really didn't change their life very much. Yeah, exactly. That, that's what I want to say. It, it, there's an incentive there, but whether you, you, whether you rise to the challenge, that's a different category altogether. And that's, that, that's what differentiates the winners from the people who could have been winners. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that has been really powerful in my life actually came from my mother. And I had all these things about my mom that she didn't do right, like a lot of us do, that um, I wasn't going to be like that if I was a mom. And But one thing she did do right was she made me accountable mm. for every decision I ever made. And she told me from a very young age, I want you to be independent. I don't want you to ever be dependent on a man because I don't want you to be stuck somewhere that you don't want to be in. She also told me where I could find sympathy. And I can you say any bad words on this? Should I censor myself? Oh, please don't. <laughs> we don't say bad words on this. I every now and okay. then. She, she was, I won't. Then. I'm glad I asked. She just used to tell me that you can find sympathy between an SH word and syphilis in the dictionary. That was kind of her go-to anytime like, I was in a bind or I needed help with something. She was basically very much, you made your bed, lie in it. it. Um, So as much as that was very tough love, like, boy, did it make me really own my own results in my life. And what I've noticed is that people who don't pull themselves out of it, they're blaming all of their circumstances for their problems. Mm -hmm. And I never did that because I was taught from a very young age the best news is when it's your fault and it's your problem and you created this, you get to create something new if you don't like where you're at. And so I think, I honestly think that that is a big difference between the people that pull themselves out and the people that don't As when you own it, like it's one of Mark and I's core values that we talk about in our business too is radical responsibility because it's so empowering to me. Like Mm -hmm. I love that, that I am responsible for the results and all the choices that I've made in life got me to this point today. So I, yeah, I'd say that that was probably the biggest thing. I, I love that because I, I do believe when you take personal responsibility for everything showing up in your life, on one hand, it can, you can feel a bit overwhelmed thinking, oh my God, what have I done to my life? On the other hand, the, the equal and opposite reaction should be, oh my God, if I can create this, what else can I create? And I remember that in my, my personal life, because when I went down the rabbit hole of personal development and everything else, I remember when I, I, I manifest my mother's exact life. So my, I grew I grew up in a single parent household. I ended up being a single parent. Anyway, that's the story for another time. My aunt mentioned to me that, oh my God, your mother must be turning in a grave because you know, you've know you literally replicated her life. When I heard that, instead of feeling, oh my God, oh no, my daughter's going to go through the same old shit that I went through and all the rubbish that I went through and everything that happened to me. I thought, hang on, what, what, what just happened? Right. So I, uh, my mother, who was an immigrant from Pakistan, and I, who is a barrister, lawyer from the UK, has done X, Y, and Z. I've got the exact same life as my mother. <laughs> Something's off. This means I imagine how powerful a manifester I have to be to create the exact life as my mother. If I can do that, what else is possible for me? And I think that's when you take personal responsibility, it gives you power. It empowers you so, so strongly that you can turn your life around like this i mean if it doesn't happen overnight but you, you you get what i mean um i went from same way from you know in 2017 i'd be i was living literally close to bankruptcy to where i am now with multiple companies of eight to nine figures so that's it's a complete phenomenal turnaround with the space of you know six seven years but it starts with self um you know personal responsibility and using that to empower yourself so i think both of you've done that and i, I love that i absolutely love that about you both 
tell me, when you have come together and when you were building this business, here's another point that comes for contention. I've never done this before. You know, this has never worked for me before because you tried Gabriel on your own and, and you, you got some results, but it wasn't fabulous. You, Mark, you've done phenomenally well in other businesses, but not on the online space. How did you build this self-belief that I, we as a team can build a seven-figure business? Because you have within two, you know, within two years, you've, you've done phenomenally well. So yeah, go ahead, Mark. You tell us, how did you do that? So I have a gift of, you know, this specifically with G is I just believe in people more than they believe in themselves. Mm. And it's really interesting. I think it's just the grit that I developed growing up because I had this situation where I was extremely bold and courageous, but I also would say that I have doubted myself more than anybody I could ever imagine. So it's been a struggle, but because I doubted myself so much and had so much anxiety around it, I had to build some grit around that. So to me, when we started this, I just, it didn't even cross my mind that we wouldn't be successful. Like our first launch ever, G thought I was crazy. We sold a $10,000 boutique mastermind. She's like, you're out of your mind. No one's going to buy this. We've got six people to buy it. Like it was crazy. And I just, I can't really attribute that to anything specific other than I had built so many wins over the years and broke through all of that deep conditioning of limiting belief that I was just like, I think we can do anything. And I'm always the bold one, you know, like she's always making fun of me because she's like, okay, if the number's a hundred, I'm like, it's 120. And she's like, let's play with 90, you know, when it was a metrics and she grounds me. Right. And I'm always like, just thinking grandiose all the time. So that's really just, I just had that bold belief. Like I can't explain it to you. Like, I just, I think of like Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali. Like I just knew that there was nothing that was going to stop us. He truly does. And I think that's really what helped me in my business too, was like, he believed like it was a done deal. I remember you used to tell me when you were my coach, you were like, you're going to far surpass me in this space. Like you're, and I was like, you know, I think just hearing that from somebody else helps you see the possibility. And another thing that you taught me, Mark, was it's all perception because mm. of the expanders. I love that he brought up the expanders. So Mark had, he went into coaching and immediately started charging $5,000 a month. That was astronomical to me. And I'd been working at this for two years, you know, and his brain, just like his ceiling, his class ceiling was so much higher because this was the norm for what he was around. So I think when you can realize the only reason it doesn't seem possible to us is because it's not normal for us right now, but we can make it normal. We can just choose to believe it like legit. All of the thoughts that we think they're just thoughts. They're, they're our truth. So we get to decide what we want to make our truth. And so I think that Mark's really helped me with that, like just expanding that belief ceiling to what is truly possible. But yes, he does have grandiose thinking. So sometimes I got to be like, well, you know, let's, he, he estimates you, up here and I estimate <laughs> down here, we meet somewhere in the middle. <laughs> and that's perfect. That's, that's called perfect, you know, partnership. I, I, I'm going to add to that. I, I really do believe in that as well with, along with Mark. I mean, when I do my workouts in the morning, and uh, I have, I have, I'm a very Bollywood person. So I, I listen to everything Bollywood, but even the Bollywood music that I listen to is, it's all a really high motivational one. So it's, it's about, and, and, and I've got a bit, you know, bit, you know, humor thrown in with the, you know, one of the songs is like, God, all I want is, you know, dominate the world. And all I want is, you know, you know complete power of all the money and everything in the world. That's all I say. I've got this tiny little dream. Can you make it true? It's, it's kind of, like, you know, funny as a tongue in cheek, but I say the tongue in cheek with people, but I actually mean it. That's my goal. So when I'm working out in the morning, my goal is, so now I'm I'm working towards a nine-figure company. It's there. It's done. And it's happening. So it's already in my mind. It's done. And it's created. And in the morning, I'm telling myself, reinforcing that belief 
I am the best. I am the best. I am the best. If you ever hear me, I always say I'm the, when it comes to money mindset, there's no one who can beat me. I'm the best person. Now I'm not being arrogant, but coming back to your point, I've done so much inner work and I've gone through so many examples in my life that it's a non-issue. I know I'm the best. If someone comes to work with me, their money mindset will be done, will be taken care of. But that belief comes the belief came first and that was reinforced with the work ethic and with evidences you produced over your life. And I think that's what you're talking about. You have this grit mentality because you've worked through it so many times. So now when you think it, you've got evidence to support it. So now you know you're amazing because you've worked at it. You've got evidence to support it. And now it's become almost like a paradigm. You don't think, beyond, you, you just can't think beyond it. It's just, it is, it's just a matter of fact. And that reminded me of myself because this morning, when if anybody looks at my life and think, oh my God, she really, I'm like, uh, I am like you, Mark, really thinking hi, but I don't have anyone like Gabriel to bring me down. So I'm like, oh, someone should ground me, but no one does. But I, I'm always up with the fairies. But then I have that mindset. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Um, because, you know, the only thing that pulls me back is my kids, making sure that I don't spend too much time working. So my, my time is very valuable with my kids. So I am mother first, businesswoman second. That's the only thing that will hold me back. But the whole point is you can create anything. And then you two are a prime examples of that. As long as you hold on to that belief that you can do it, you can do it. And then obviously you don't sit on your backside and do nothing. You put the work in and both of you have been doing it, which I congratulate you both on. I think that's amazing. So hats off to both of you. So well done. Um, so we're going to wrap this episode up. We have to have both of you back on Money Talkies, but today's been fascinating talking to both of you. Do you both, I can both of you give us some parting comments about what the lessons you've learned to get to where you are and anybody listening saying you can say well Gabriel you're lucky you found Mark or you you know you worked on yourself or you know God gave you direction or you had a God forbid you had a baby at 18 of course you became a mother you and of course you know what to do and same thing for you Mark well Mark of course you found martial arts at eight you know at 14 so you know what to do people always give excuses for why you succeeded and why they can't can you counter that, please? Both of you, one at a time. I think I'll say that one thing I've learned, and this may sound really crazy, but our trauma and all those things that we use as excuses are actually gifts. And I think if you take a moment to absorb those as gifts, I have friends that are trust fund children and they have no grit, they have no sustainability, and they can't actually do what I've done because they don't have what you just, you just talked about building it all this tangible stack of evidence over time. So when you look at it and say, I wish I was like that. No, you don't. I promise you, you don't, you would have no purpose, no drive. I look at some of just an example, a lot of people that made a lot of money in crypto and then it fell off, but they never actually built the money. So they don't know how to sustain it. So these things that you think are traumas, they're actually, we're making you into this person that is great and you can't do it any other way. So reframe that to what a blessing, what a gift. Thank you. What are you trying to show me? I love that. Gabriel? I would say trusting yourself and believing in yourself because I didn't really have anybody that believed in me till I met Mark. <laughs> and then he believed in me really hard. But um, just, you know, as an example, if a lot of the people that listen to your show, they're in corporate America and they don't want to be, and they have these dreams. When I quit, I cut the golden handcuffs. I had a pension. I had a 401k. A lot of people don't get pensions anymore. And the pension where I worked would have probably been close to a million dollars plus my 401k. If I would have stayed working another 15 years, my husband did not want me to quit my job. We created this lifestyle together, but I did because 
I knew, like, you have to believe that if you're making the best decision for you, that it is also the best for everybody else in your life and all the other people. And so he didn't know it at the time, but I'm like, honey, you are so lucky that I'm making this decision for us. You don't know it yet, but you will. (laughs) And so I think regardless of the support you have outside of yourself, if you believe in yourself hard enough and you trust yourself, which I do because my success is inevitable. And so is everyone else's as long as I never give up. As long as, you know, instead of going down that spiral of it's not working, we're just like, okay, it's not working now. Let's figure out how we can make it work. And you just keep going and you just keep going. I love that. I love that. I, I do I do live by that principle. So success is inevitable because failure is not an option. So you never give up. If you yeah. never give up, you have to succeed. There's no option around it. There's only yeah. so many ways you can, you know, you can not make, uh, you know, make it hit your target. And I always go by, you know, the, the Thomas Edison's example of 9,999 ways of not making a book and then 10,000 times. Yeah, that's it. You hit the, hit, the nail on the head. So there's always a way if you have the determination and uh, the perseverance. Well, on that, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for joining us both. Uh, where can we find you on the internet? How can people, how can people, how can we connect with you? I think the um, best way is, oh, sorry, go ahead, you. No, you go for it. I was just going to say, we have um, energeticalignmentacademy.com. You can check that out. We're, we're on Instagram. That's kind of the best way to connect with us. If you want to DM, get a hold of us. We do, we, we do workshops usually once a month. Um, they're free and they're just really to help people dive in on building their business, their ideal client, their money stories, building irresistible offers. We really just love to give back to the community. So that's another great way you can sign up for that on either our Instagram or our website. Fantastic. So the, if you are listening to us on the podcast, the links for for uh, Energetic um, Alignment Academy would be in the show notes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, then down below in the description section, we'll have all the links to Gabriel and Mark as well. Go check them out and see how they can support you to build a bit of business. Well, thank you so much, Gabriel. And thank you so much, Mark, for being our guest today. We would have to have you back for Money Talkies, but today has been a fascinating conversation. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to me and Gabriel and Mark today. I will be back with another amazing guest on Friday Feature, finding out how they change their life by changing their mindset. Until the next time, me, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.gulkhan.com and if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop and if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money then go and get my book Laws of Money from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.